2: From KQED.
0: Hey everybody, this is Devin. Just a quick note before we get started here. It's been a really heavy weekend with the fires burning in the North Bay and power outages for millions of people in the area. If you need the latest information about the fires or the outages, my colleagues have been on it over the weekend. So check out kqed.org for more information. Here's today's story. Hey, everybody, it is Devin Kadayama with Erica Cruz Guevara. Hi. So, we mentioned in previous episodes, but it's official now that our wonderful editor, Erica Aguilar, is moving on to become the senior editor of KQED's new housing desk.
1: We're happy for her, obviously, but we're going to miss her a lot. Yep. So, today we wanted to bring you a conversation that we had with Erica because this show is really a creation of a small team of people, and she's been here since the beginning and has shaped how the bass sounds in a major way.
0: So, here it is, our exit interview with Erica Aguilar. Stay with us. So, I'm going to do a little framing okay. right at the top. Just oh. I mean, I know you, but, you know, okay. Erica, you are from Texas and you worked at KUT in Austin, Okay. public radio and KPCC in LA. That's right. And you came to the Bay Area. Do you remember one of the first things that you noticed about the Bay Area?
2: Hmm. You know, I'd never visited San Francisco, the Bay Area, until I came up for this job interview <laughs> at KQED in 2017. Um, I noticed um, the beautiful water. That was really great because mm-hmm. I was right there on the Embarcadero, and and that art statue that looks like a bow and arrow. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what <laughs> still that's called. I don't know what it is. Nah. I need to learn. Be curious. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that that was like sort of the first things I noticed. It was cold. Coming
0: from L.A. (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
2: I can never be warm. Erica's a sun gal.
1: Yeah. I love the sun.
2: I hate the sun. Sun worshiper. Isn't that a yoga thing? Yeah, I think so.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, And you were on the Bay Team when the show launched. You are the OG, Erica. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Thanks for that. Yeah. Did you have any idea what you were getting yourself into?
2: (laughs) Yeah, totally. I was down for it. I was so there. I was so excited. You know, I left... A really great job at KPCC in 2016 in order to make podcasts, and I had this idea of what the news should sound like. I love hard news. Um, I've covered breaking news from 2009, Fort Hood shooting in Texas, to the San Bernardino shootings. Um, but there was always something missing. And. I don't know. I guess what it is is that I made the news, but I never went home and listened to it myself
1: Hmm. or
2: wanted to even go read it. Mm -hmm. Maybe I was just oversaturated. I think I wasn't entertained enough or it just didn't give me all of the context in the background. Sometimes I always wanted to know how do but how do we get there? But how did that happen and mm-hmm. why and why? It's like my favorite question, y'all know. Yeah,
0: oh yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but why? <laughs> so um so yeah, when we started talking about the bay and, and, and forming it, I was I had this idea of, of what I would have loved the bay to sound like and it and it's it's what it sounds like now.
1: I guess you kinda of answered this question, but I mean obviously you're a huge part of the reason why the bay sounds the way it does. Why did you end up telling stories on the Bay the way that you have? Because I felt like radio wasn't for me.
2: I'd listen and I just, I don't know, I just never thought that they were talking to me. Mm. And I wanted i wanted something to sound
1: um, close to you. And when you say me, you mean like you as a young woman of color yeah yeah exactly yeah me as
2: a young woman of color me as um god a third generation american like a lot of people see me and i'm outward facing you see a brown woman and Mm -hmm. you sometimes and i get this a lot some people immediately think that i'm like first gen um and they ask like where are my parents from and i'm like texas and sometimes you know those stories just don't I just feel like they don't talk to me as a third generation American or as a Latina. Um, and sometimes I'm just not enough. Right. I love that Selena movie where you're just like, You're not Mexican enough for the Mexicans and you're not American enough for the Americans. Um, it's it's true. And so that's kind of the way I feel um, about news in general is, is when I turned on the radio, um, when I turned on the TVs, um, I just, I don't know. I just never felt like those news stories were speaking to me.
0: So, I guess a question I have for you then is like has working has working on the bay changed how you think about news?
2: Yes. Yes, totally. I now believe that there is a story narrative to everything. Um, I do think that news should should Always have a narrative or a story. And I think that's important when we talk about the Bay. Um, but I think one thing that our OG editor, Vinnie Tong, mm-hmm. taught me is um, there is o- always an equity and identity side to stories. So everywhere I walk, I sort of see these inequities and this um, inequality happening, whether that's in class, whether that's in education, um, housing, is now I- I'm working on. There's always an, a disparity. Um, and when I look uh, and read news now, it's what I see. And I think that's also what's driving me um, on this housing
1: desk.
0: Yeah.
1: Housing is obviously the, like, arguably the biggest story of the Bay Area right now. How are you going to approach that work?
2: Um, how I'm going to approach uh, the housing desk um is, is, I think, more unique in, in ways that I've ever approached any reporting desk. Before I, I came to the Bay, I was a reporter for a good 10 to 12 years, covering everything from criminal justice and the LAPD, breaking news, um, the environment in Austin and water, and local government all the time. But I've always forgotten about my audience, admittedly. Hmm. Um, most of the time I'm chasing stories that politicians or public relations people tell me is a good story Hmm. um and that media tells you that's a good
0: story media other media Mm -hmm.
2: so with the housing desk because um housing is such a personal and identity issue it very much is about us and we talk about that all the time in the bay it's like what does this story mean and say about living and being from and part of the Bay. So um, because housing is so much a part of you and who you are, I think that the first thing is going to be engagement. I'm going to do a lot of audience listening and base our stories off of what our audience is telling us they need and want. I think I anticipate that the things that they need and want are going to be explained things. So you can expect that a lot of explainers are going to come from this desk and um, the reporters who are on there explaining you know the history behind, let's say, Proposition 13 and mm-hmm. how it got there and who the players were or how the mortgage crisis and the private equity firms that bought up the foreclosed homes and rent them out to the same people who were being foreclosed on. How did that happen and how does that then uh, contribute to our, our current crisis? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes. mm Mm. Very important. Equity. And that's something that the Bay has taught me is to see that there is an equity issue in everything, um, every story, every issue, every policy. So it's going to be a huge lens. So when you think about housing stories from KQED, they're going to explain things. They're going to engage our audience and they're always going to have a focus on equity.
0: Mm. Um, Well... (laughs) So you and I started the Bay like a year and a half ago, and it's been a, f- it's been crazy, it's been amazing, it's been the most amazing work I've ever done in my whole life, mm-hmm. and uh, a big part of why this show is what it is is because of you. So I am really gonna miss you as mm-hmm. part of the team. Um, I'm miss I know you're gonna it. be like down the hall and all, but. Across, you know, the, other across
2: the other side. Across the other side of right the hard to get to the other uh, side.
0: <laughs> but I'm, I'm going um, to miss a lot of things about you, but uh, one that I'm particularly going to miss is when you talk to your tape. <laughs> <laughs> and this is essentially when... Erica's oh, no. adding a bunch of sounds, maybe it's music, just sound bites or whatever it is, to the actual interview to make it sound the way it does. And like at the beginning of the edit, when it's you know more of a struggle, you're you're pretty you're pretty aggressive at talking to the tape.
2: I'm aggressive at the y- uh, with yeah the computer. yeah. I get it. Okay. And and
0: but as the day goes on, as the episode shapes up, I can oh, tell yeah. where the episode is <laughs> by the way that you talk to your tape. And you get really excited around – well, you used to get really excited around 6 p.m., but then we were able to cut down the number of hours of working on the show. So it became much earlier. Yeah. Um, but that's something that I'll always, I think
2: – I used to turn to you and be like, this is going to be good.
0: <laughs> and I put that on the board. I was like, okay, <laughs> yes. 6 p.m., she said this. We're in good shape.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Can you do like an interpretation
0: Oh my God! I I may even have some of this on like some recording that mm. you might not have known about. But basically, she'll she'll as the day's going on and it's going well, she'll be like, "Yep, yep, there you go. Okay, make mm-hmm. you sound this, make you sound like this. Okay, say this, say this right now. All right, perfect. Yes, we got it. That's that's about that's that's it. Imagine I sound that. I feel like I'm coaching the tape. <laughs> you are coaching the tape.
1: And in terms of for me, I came here in April, and it's been a couple of months. It feels like a really long time. I feel like I've known you both for ever. Um, and I'm really going to miss you as well. Having a woman of color editor has been such a transformative experience, getting to work with someone who just gets it mm. and getting to turn around and not have to explain so many things. Oh, I know what you mean. And um, it's been great having you for that reason because There's so much less energy that I have to um, sort of exert and so many things I don't have to explain because you just get it. And I'm going to miss that.
2: I'm going to miss you. And thank you for trusting me that whole time, you know, with that. Because, you know, as an editor, the job is to make what you guys are making better. That's all. It's not to create it, you know, of course I'm creating it with you alongside, but in the end, it's your piece, you know, and it's what you want to say uh, to your audience. So, and that's a, that's a a tremendous amount of trust that you, you gave me as an editor. So thank you. So I'm going to miss, I think I'm going to miss, um, i'm gonna miss your fire ecg
0: <laughs>
2: i say that to a lot of people like ecg says fire man you know she comes in and she's like we should do this story and here's why and i'm like wow i can't i think like that <laughs> you know you're such a critical thinker and you think about all kinds of people and you know um i i don't know i just there are a few other people who i know who are good thinkers like you um That are going to, I think, change the world um, just based on how you see the world. So it's been a pleasure being able to be with you and and see, you know, and and have you teach me um, some of that. And I think, Devin, I'm just going to miss your friendship and um, your empathy for your guests. Uh, It's amazing, you know. As editor for for the Bay, my job is to sit and listen to you. You guys do interviews, right? So I listen to you speak all the time. And um, the way you uh, get people to open up and tell you stories and just relax right when they sit in the seat, that is a gift. Because um, as storytellers, we can't tell other people's stories without their permission, even if it's an emotional permission. So... Um, you know, you're constantly doing that emotional work and asking for that permission, and it's a real treat to watch every day. Hmm. Hi Bye, Erica. I love
1: days. you. I love y'all.
0: Peace. Okay.
1: The best way to follow what's coming from KQED's housing and affordability desk is to follow Erica on Twitter. She's at Erica A. Aguilar, and we're at The Bay KQED.
0: And also just an update from us. We're right in the middle of hiring our new editor. We should have more details coming up shortly. I'm Devin Kadiyama.
1: And I'm Erica Cruz-Guevara. That's it for The Bay. Talk to you on Wednesday. Bye. Is that okay? Yeah, I think so.